Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Hi, welcome to TFYLP, uh, episode 488. Hey, Rick, can you switch your uh, your camera the other way? My camera? Yeah. And, and you also sound now like you're in the bottom of a submarine, like underwater. Get my other AirPod working. Oh, okay. We'll call him Submarack. Uh, anyway okay so we are live uh it's tflp episode 488 i'm lucas i am joined tonight by anna good evening and rick maybe rick i don't know probably rick shows up and then we might have paul dropping in at some point who knows so all right you sound like you're in a cave in the underwater. Our guest phoned in from right, the right. exotic island resort. From a, All right, how's from that sound? Underwater lab. Well, now you're not on camera. So. Forget it there. The last time you were on camera, the view was great. It was just right. Yeah. To repeat that. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, it wouldn't be a TFLP if we uh, didn't have some type of technology issues or, or whatever. So. We got to fall on our face for a solid ten minutes. Um, Rick uh, Zaldron was wondering if you're having some performance issues here. I don't even know if you can hear us. <laughs> there we go. But now you you're frozen. There we go. Oh, there go. you go. I fixed it. It oh, only took there. a half hour. <laughs> yes. I mean, only uh, odds are... schedule time. As, as everyone probably assumes, it's 8.30-ish, uh, right? And, and we'll have some type of issues going on here, so... Somewhere between 8.30 and next week. Yes, yes. So, so here, here we are. We said, oh, um, you know, TFCon happened over the weekend. So let's get, uh, you know, some people that are incredibly excited about third party to talk about the third party slides, right? Right. And all. I'm the pretty drama, excited about third party. And all, all the drama that happened with third party and stuff. See, so my plan, Rick, is that we're going to save the drama for the very end. We'll segue naturally into the drama after we legitimately talk about the toys. All right. Well, 
and, and then we won't have any time at the end to talk about new party, unfortunately. So, you know, you know, um, I'm looking at the slides here and I don't even know what you're talking about. There's uh, all, all the slides don't seem to have any drama on them. So uh, I'll help. Anyway, <laughs> it's all about draw your attention. See, right there, you can see I actually framed my art print from Ooh, Expo. Oh, man, that is awesome. Is Get that, off is my that ass touching the glass? Is that art yep, actually you touching bet. the glass? You bet. I'm doing it entirely wrong, Rick. I'm Rick, good at that. I mean, I... See, what, I, happens, so... what happens is that moisture, you know, condensation, and then that touches the glass. So then when you go to take it off the glass, it's going to stick to that glass and it's going to rip. Probably will. It's just going to stay in that frame forever. That's its permanent living. I'm, I'm sorry. You got the Rick. white borders on the side. You should just send it to me, girl. Yeah, you know, like, if I were to send you every single art print that I have currently in my closet, I would have to send you one of my paychecks. Perhaps Make two. Yeah. Rick's like, I don't <laughs> see a problem with that. Why not yeah. a problem? Yeah. I'm open for business. So. As we know, uh, speak, like, speaking of exciting things thing. framed, uh, you know, segue to framing. Um, somebody the other day, I had this crazy idea that I was going to frame some comic books. And so I made a couple of examples. I didn't think anything of it. Not a whole lot of people ask about it. But this little old lady came in with a Ziploc bag. And I, I shared the picture with you guys in, in the group chat. She brought in a Hulk number one to get framed an original hulk number one and uh, i've got this whole crazy concept that i'm going to do for it. it's going to have led lights it's going to have like rock facade inside of it it's going to be great a few days later she brings me in a green lantern number six nice and, and then she's like hey my husband says he's got a few more comics that are are valuable so, like, first of all, she brings me in a Hulk number one. I showed you guys a picture of it. She brings me in a Hulk number one, which in the condition it's in, it's probably in the 20K mark, right? But then she's like, yeah, he, he's, got, he's got some comics that are, that are valuable. He's got six of them that are worth money. I'm like, okay, well. So the ones that she know. brought to you that were the $20,000 ones, those were like the starter ones that are like, Oh, these are, these are the throwaways, you know, if he screws it, it up. Right. It's in it a Ziploc bag. It, she brought me the Hulk in a Ziploc bag. I got the bag and board a Hulk for her. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to put it in the bag. Here's a board. Just take it. Just, just so I can say I bagged and boarded a Hulk number one. And, uh, believe me when it's done, it's going to look amazing. And I'll share lots of pictures with it. Yeah. It's really exciting. And that's really cool. So, um, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Well, that's, that's pretty exciting. So I have, n I myself have not handled a Hulk number one. So I've never Lucas, handled it. If you have the picture in the group club? chat, you can share it with people. I don't know where it's at, Rick. That takes yeah. effort to, to actually look. It was hard enough for me just to get the, uh, the slides up so that we could, uh, share those. So. What you can do, Rick, is you can make a post. You can make a post on the TFLP Facebook group. 
Uh, you know what? I'll share it with everyone. I'll do a before and after. Oh, that, that's the way to do it. Right, be, with, the, with the shitty Ziploc bag, and then it's nice and all the museum framing and stuff. And I, I think, you know, Transformers fans in general can appreciate a Hulk number one. You know, that's, no, it's uh, not, that's a big deal yeah. in the comic book world. It's not Transformers, but they understand, like, collectors in general have a, have a, a camaraderie that they understand. Like, oh, hey, I don't collect... Uh, you know, license plates, but I understand, I understand the addiction and the thirst and the hunger you have for collecting. I understand your passion. It's just like all the Transformers fans right now totally get why that his tank is so exciting for G.I. Joe fans. You know, they don't want it, but they get it. They can see right, that. Well, right. Oh, yeah, fans, there's a, a fair me. amount of crossover between G.I. Joe there and is. There's a lot fans. of crossover. Overs in comics, haha. Yeah, there's uh, a crossover. Crossover. his tank, isn't there? There is, and it's yeah. So it's, it's a thing that exists. For once. Yay! We, we waited forty years, and that's what we're getting. Yeah. I probably would have kept it if they had to put out the classified one, but the classified one is too amazing. So I don't collect I classified. But uh, I am going to get that his tank. I'm hearing a lot of people say that too. They're like, yeah. you know, it's a display by itself. It's coming with four figures. You can put it in a case. It'll look great. So you don't really yep. need a classified collection for it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Saranza cool. in the chat's giving a shout out to the tftalk.net Discord where they discuss all of these items. Where they pr- this is probably old news for them. Uh, that they probably discussed, discussed a week it. or two ago. So. What's the Discord? good for us to discuss it as a group. Yeah, like, you would be such a great person to have in the Discord, Rick, if you could just learn new technology. I, just I barely know how to look up porn on my computer. I, I can't try and learn anything else. <sighs> well, we I know we can get. eBay and, and, you know, check my email. And, uh, and, and troll, uh, you know, BotCon. That's all so, I know how to do. So, Rick, you know, the great thing about Discord is, is that you can actually go to the link on our uh, YouTube channel uh, for the tftalk.net Discord, and then it just takes you right there, like on your internet browser. So you could have one browser window open for whatever that you want to do, and then another one with the Discord. So it's just like the forums, basically. Essentially, it's like, yes. But it's, it's, a, it's chat a group of like-minded individuals. So I don't know how much drama is there in the Discord, Anna. Is there a lot of drama? There's like one drama every six months. It's very rare. We're a very low drama group. Yeah, that that's why I kind of like shied away from Facebook. That's why I left the boards, just because, you know, drama and... No, I like to bring up. I like to bring up like moral and political discussions that I'm not supposed to bring up. But otherwise, we really don't have any drama whatsoever. And Every once in a while, people argue. We're going to talk about. We're going to talk about that later tonight. tonight. Talk yeah. About ways. That that's for hour think, number two. At least going to say for thirty minute number two. <laughs> Let's be succinct, Fred. 
Okay, so I guess that we're supposed to be going over the TFCon uh, reveals, right? So do you want me yeah. to go in order on this? Do we want to like kind of go back and forth? Do you, I think Rick, we can just go in care? order. No, just go in order. We'll go in order and see what happens. Okay. It, Rick right. may not have even seen the photos yet. So I, 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 I haven't seen the photos. The photos I, so. Yeah, no, I, I asked my wife to pull up the website for me. Oh, great. I'm glad. Team effort. So Moon Studios apparently has release number two is the first slide. They do. So so what is this, Anna? A Primus or something? I don't know. I, I think it's some sort of some sort of planet guy. Hmm. Well, uh, it looks like it's uh, slightly based off the old Don Figueroa art from Dreamwave. Um, but what I haven't seen anyone talk about is scale. I I assume it's going to be in the same scale as Unicron, as the Haslab. Unicron. I would guess, yeah. No, no I, I, I made the assumption is in the same scale as the Unicron that Moon Studios did, and that this is essentially a remold of that figure. Am I wrong? Like that's what I would animation. assume. Yeah. It's a different figure. It's it's a different it? figure. It's not a remold. Okay. It so is a different I, figure that does make sense that it would be in the same scale as the moon studios, which is still on my to get list, which looks absolutely amazing, especially with the upgrade set. It does. It looks really nice. So like, this, I mean, for the two pictures, it looks nice. Yeah. This, this will be a, a welcome addition. Honestly, Primus just isn't something I need in my collection. I realized that with the original Primus toy and it was like, eh, a functional planet Cybertron, the size of my house. Sure. But a Primus, eh, I don't really need it. See, you need it in multiple it's, colors and repaints. It's one of those. It's one of those things where it's like, how often does a Primus come around? You know, like true. So yeah, like, that's how I look at it. Like it's like, oh, I'm waiting for a Beachcomber. There's a million and one Beachcombers. You know, oh, I'm waiting for a Repugnus. Okay, there's a million and one Repugnus. You know, a million and one RC is it's rare that we get a primus we've had no, one. this is cool yeah we've had this one is the second one and this and is the, the first fancy one now. right so and and this you know inspired by don figaro art who does amazing art so yeah this is this is the win and moon studios is uh coming off strong with that raiden set yeah I've heard Cell isn't super fun to transform either. Like I've just heard from the the Raiden set is it's not fun to transform. And but it's like third no. party. I mean, like isn't isn't that every? I mean, not every third party toy, but the majority. It's of a these lot of toys. It. Like they, yeah. Third party is not yeah. fun to transform at all. I think it took me an hour. Each each member of that Moon Studio Raiden, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, I transformed one, and I put it down because my hands hurt because I'm getting old. And so I don't think it's because you're getting old. I think it's because those toys hurt you. I'm getting old, so all the little intricate pieces and and making sure everything fits together precisely, otherwise the thing just kind of flops over. It's uh, yeah. It's tedious. It looks amazing, but it's tedious. That's pretty much exactly what Christian said. I know that he, he got it and was super excited and 
then after he transformed them all, he's like, I have to sell this now because I hate it. Which, in my mind, I would have just transformed them all to combined mode and then just been done with it and never moved it again. Yep. Yep, it's going in the in a glass case, and that that will be it. It will never be broken apart into individual robots again. Right. Yeah, that that's just not something that appeals to me. But yeah, the premise is cool. We should probably move on. You're right. Yeah, mo- moving on. So Iron Factory, which I think no one on uh, the cast actually collects. Um, but I will say that Iron Factory is the opposite of what we just said. Like their toys are usually pretty pretty easy to transform. Yeah. They do still hurt your hands because they happen to be pretty sharp most of the time. Well, it's a but, different scale, so it, it's gonna be it's gonna be much easier to transform. New age figures are not easy to transform. Those get damn complicated, but I, Iron Factory keeps it reasonable. Yeah, I will say that uh, you know I I don't collect the Legend scale third parties, but I I wish I did, and now I feel it's way too late to get into it, so yeah. I just don't. That's that's one section of the toy universe i just don't get into third party legend figures so so i think these companies are oh sorry i was just gonna say i think these companies are always trying something new so there's always a get in point in legends like somebody like iron factory changed their design like a year or so ago to go for this more samurai inspired look their older figures don't really look like this so it's a good time to start yeah, so, I mean, that is a good argument that, like, if you want to jump in, it's probably not a horrible time now because they changed their style somewhat uh, for them. I will say, in general, that Iron Factory toys, like, a lot of the other Legends figures, like, they've increased the scale, they've increased the complexity, and increased the price. And so, now, I mean... I think some of these legend scale figures are the price of masterpiece at, at this point, but the iron factory, I think are actually like a relatively reasonable price. I don't know what the MSRP on this is. If it's like 50 bucks or something like that, probably they usually say 40 to 50 yeah, per figure. Yeah. So they're not but like, like they've been consistent, um, you know, through, through the years. And I think they look really cool. They have like just an interesting, uh, style to them. So, but if you guys remember that um, really cool new age death charge they made where they reused their cyclone, Cyclonus mold, that one ended up being $95 on those sites I mean, for a legend size death charge. That's just really hard to justify. The $40 legends are easier to justify. Right. But I mean, these are impressive. This Grimlock looks really cool. I like this. The Iron Factory Grimlock. He, he looks pretty neat. Uh, did they have a Grimlock in there? Yep. I'm showing it up on the screen right now. Ah, oh, there he is. There he is. Oh, and yeah, I guess he's that really was pretty, neat. Much, pretty much it. But yeah, so on to New Age. So they have... Didn't I thought New Age did a Cyclonus before, did they not? Or not Cyclonus. New Age did a Cyclonus. Or, shockwave, I mean. Well, you know, they. I think they're, the shockwave they did before was the jazz done as oh, alternator shock. Oh, you're right, you're right. So this is a true one, okay. I think this is their true shockwave. And he looks incredible. He looks really nice. New yeah. Age is 
New Age is that company that pulls off the masterpiece looking toys, right? Like it looks like a masterpiece figure and it's less than four inches tall. They've stuck to their own scale too. Like they've they've pretty much had toys coming out at all the same scale. Well, did you say the RC though is bigger? Yeah, I know. The next slide here. Yeah, now he's showing the RC or now he's back to Cyclops. It's going back and forth. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm showing off the RC now. And and this like looks really, really good. Like, man. But according to the show Z listing, she is five point three inches. And if you ever measure your toys, 5.3 inches is taller than some of our current deluxes. Shorter than others, but she's probably about the same height as Earthrise RC. Uh-huh. So it's not a Legends figure. It's a Chug figure that's going to look too nice. So it's interesting. Like, I that made know. me instantly want it. I wonder it's gonna if look it really great. is going to be that. Like, maybe it's one of those things where, like, the top of the car panels is going to, you know, it's going to, it may be, it may be, but I, okay. So if you remember Dr. Wu put out their RC a while ago and everyone expected that because Dr. Wu was doing these micro legends, these even smaller than core class figures Mm -hmm. that their RC was going to be that size. And then her size comes down and she's 3.9 inches. She's a legends figure. She's a legends plus figure actually and everybody's like what's going on so i feel like the same thing happened here with new age because that figure looks really hard to achieve in a legend size class yeah. we'll see we we will see but i yeah, think no, it looks i'm really good i think i'm going in on it until i find out it's 150 dollars and back out right. <laughs> right. right no it'll literally be more than the like mmc uh rc or something so but all right, that so surprising. on to fans' hobby. Um, so apparently they have a diorama coming. Are you in for that, uh, Anna? I don't know. I'll have to see the price. It's pretty generic. Yeah, it is. Like, it's cool. This reminds me of the uh, diorama. I can't remember. There's um, a company that did did them back in the day. Do you remember Rick who that was? Um they did a Teletran one that you can upload your iPhone to? No, no. The there was like a company that did these like gray dioramas that had like different levels mm-hmm. and stuff. For, for Transformers or like uh three and three quarter inch figures in general? I think it was like both. I just remember um I think Orson had a bunch. That he sold. I just can't remember what they were. Yeah, it's not it's not ringing a bell. Oh well, maybe so. What? Catherine is saying that's the Fex system, so maybe that maybe it is. Maybe they're like partnering with with them because yeah, it looks like yeah, that, that one is Fex. It literally says on the slide you have up right now, uh, partnering with Fex. Well, there we go. This one is now. Um, I personally only have one diorama. I only have my scene in box diorama that's behind my head that has Minasaur in front of it. And I really do like their stuff. This one doesn't look quite as cool to me as the scene in box one, but it is really cool. Now, it's for me, it's weird. Like, I don't do dioramas for Transformers, but I do dioramas. Like, I go really heavy on them for G.I. Joe. Like, like hardcore. 
So why? Like, I got yeah, Geo Joe's always had all these figures and stuff, or the vehicles and play sets. Right. Like I like I take all the vehicles and I play sets and I and I add them all together. Or uh, you guys know my flag. I built a sixteen and a half foot long USS flag. Um, that holds 24, 25 Sky Strikers. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is about GI Joe, but it's, I think it's the, the, it's the army building aspect of GI Joe that makes it simpler to buy into a diorama for me. Okay. I think that makes sense. I mean, the figures and, are slightly smaller scale than those Transformers as well. Yeah, and Transformers, they're not all in scale with each other. And I'm also that, that collector that only does them in robot mode. I don't have anything in vehicle mode. Nothing. Nothing. Everything has to be transformed. Interesting. I didn't realize this about your collection, Rick. Yeah, I mean, even my duplicates. Like, they have, like they're that. all in robot mode. All of them. Because wow. otherwise, it's just a car. And I don't collect cars. I collect robots. No, no, nothing against people that, you know, have a line of G1 cars. It looks awesome in their display, but it's not for me. All right, so next, I collect uh, robots. fans hobby, we've got uh, the Energon Optimus Prime, which I guess that's coming relatively, I don't know, a couple months, I guess. It's really great that someone is making an updated version of Energon Prime. Because that was, you know, one of those primes everybody kind of rolled their eyes at when it came out. Because the concept is fun. They would call it Santa Prime because of his big belly. So this week on Cut the Tape, we're doing the third party Armada Megatron. So um, look, look for that one. Yeah, so this this would like be to on my to get list. I'd like to and see I, an updated mainline figure of this too. I, I'm all for look that that's where we need to go. Like, how many Optimus Primes do we need to get in Masterpiece scale? How many Shockwaves? How many Star Screams? Let's branch out. All right, let's do the Armada guys. Let's do you know Energon. Uh, give me some more Transmetal dudes. So I I am I'm all in for this. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I really, really would love to see a Cybertron Megatron at third party masterpiece. That'd be really cool. He's a very fun thing. I could see Fansabi doing it. I mean, the thing is too, is like their figures are usually pretty fun as well. I mean, that's where I feel like that laser Optimus prime that they did with the trailer. I mean, it was just, it had a lot of the gimmicks and this looks like this has, you know, a lot of those same gimmicks that, that you want, um, you know, from your from your figure. So it's not just a display and piece. I, and I think that's what's missing from a lot of the new Hasbro figures. And I understand they're not masterpiece. You know, those headmasters, they're... I just keep wanting to, like, scratch that chest to open up the panel, you know? <laughs> and you just don't get that. But with third party, if it does, if that panel doesn't open then it is garbage. You, you expect, you expect a, a certain um, attention to detail to the original right. figure. Cert, certain callbacks with third party. Right. You do. Yeah. 
Okay, and then um, we got uh, Double Dealer. So that that should be... Good old Clowner. Too. Oh, he looks so good. Like, I cannot wait to get rid of my Hasbro Double Dealer <laughs> and get this beautiful creature. Look at him! He looks, he looks just like the animation model. It's great. He's he, so he good. He does look looking. very good. And, you know... Never say never with Hasbro. You know, if we can get a masterpiece skids, never, right. never say never say never. But I think, I think it'll be a platter. long it'll ass be a time. While. It'll be yeah. a while. You know, yeah, no, we this still is haven't really gotten nice. garage. I'm you know? really excited about this guy. He is gonna be I, I hope he's a solid because I had my first impression of Fantabi was bad because I got their Minerva. And then Minerva is not perfect, right? It has some major issues with the transformation. When they repurposed it into Shuda, it's actually fine, right? Like they just had to fix the legs, honestly, and make the arms better proportioned. So that first impression I had, I was like, I must hate fans hobby, but now I've got the other two headmaster juniors and I like them. So I'm really hoping this guy is more along lines with his junior frenemies honestly i feel that um a lot of companies have a harder time with the smaller figures than they do with the big ones like i think the the like i mean fans toys is is similar and like just really honestly a lot like mmc just go down the line um i i, I think that these ones that are you know they don't have to worry about this is probably going to be a 200 hundred dollar figure so you know, they can put in the engineering they need and the, the QC and all that that they didn't from a 50 or $60 figure. Well, there's also, you know, more um, techniques you can use when you're engineering a figure of a certain size versus yeah. a little tiny thing, you know. So, but yeah, this this looks pretty neat, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with it. And what what do we got here? What's this MB24? I think these are two airplanes that stick on each other's butts. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, the Dreadwing and Darkwing. Um, yeah, that's what Ron had already said. He, he jumped ahead. Yeah, the Buster and Hydra guys. Yeah, so, so they these are way too preliminary for me to have an opinion. Like these guys don't have details or colors yet. So Yeah, I'm sure it's they like, look great. What color are they gonna come out in, you know? If they were really smart, they would do one set, one figure as, as like Dreadwing and the other one as like Buster. I think right? they will. So it makes they, they, you it makes you like get both sets because some people oh I'm just gonna get the American version oh I'll get the Japanese version but if they release an American and a Japanese together oh, then it you. forces you to buy the other Japanese and American set so that you'll have a complete yeah. set. They did two versions for Cab and Shooter, so I'm pretty sure they'll do two versions for these guys as well. I'm saying release them as a two pack so you force people to buy. Both, oh both no! Don't packs. do that. <laughs> don't don't give them. You know, it's like 
it's like that Stranger Things Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle two pack. Have you seen that disaster? Mm-hmm. Right. That's what you do. You you package the American figure and then you turn the box upside down and you have the Japanese figure. Right. I don't want that. Uh, hey, but it's gonna sell. I just wanna buy one set, maybe. Uh, uh, see, I didn't even get these guys in the retail version because I honestly have never really cared that much about them. But I don't know. Maybe I'll talk myself into it. Well, when it when it releases in twenty twenty four, then <laughs> right, it's in twenty twenty three on the slide, Lucas. I'm sure it's uh, gonna happen. Uh, uh, December twenty twenty three. Right. All right. So we got Planet December 30 X. Second. Oh. oh, are they doing more Dinobots? Are these up? Are they doing one? Are this, they doing? This is I think a reissue. Oh, okay. This is a reissue, and it's coming in G two colors as well. It's been it's been so long since they released these that I've kind of forgotten what they look like. To be honest. Hey, they even made paddles. Oh, I give yeah. them, I give I them credit for that. Huge, I mean, like. You know, I'm glad it exists, I suppose, but yeah, the paddles I don't really care about. Well, like you know, like to me, it's it's special because I was I remember the meeting where they're like, "Hey, we want to make a new Dinobot, and we we kind of have an idea for it." And so, like to get a paddles, hell, just to get that Planet X Trypticon, like they're those are very sentimental to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I have all the Planet X stuff. He doesn't really rock the red very well, in my opinion. I thought the actual G2 figure of the red version was great. And I had it as a kid and thought it was lovely. But I don't think this figure takes to the red very well. He takes to the green very well. Well, these are both going to be passes for me. I'm I'm not doing the G2 colors on these guys. I randomly pick up some G2 now and then. I'm glad they exist. I love G2, but... Oh, and then they're. Uh... I personally don't play Planet X, but the next Planet X thing, yeah, is noteworthy. Oh, and then they got their victory saber. Yeah, so here's the HasLab regret, right? Like, people ordered their HasLab victory saber. They were like, oh, we finally got them. And now we get to see, you know, they finally have their Leo ready from well, Planet X. It's probably not a regret because most of these HasLab figures are worth like twice as much like once they actually come out as like what they were when you got them. So that's about it's telling a friend. Yeah, if you're not happy I'll, with it, just sell it. To do this instead. The Hazlab will probably sell very well and this will still cost more, but <laughs> I mean which, which will be engineered better. Right. Yeah, I don't have much experience with Planet X, honestly. I really can't give you an informed opinion. I mean, the, I've never uh, owned a Planet X figure. Their, their Star Saber. See, I'm surprised by that, Anna. Like, they run a lot of those figures on sale, uh, you know, like years after they release them or whatever. I'm surprised. I don't like that their style. Really? Huh. Yeah. See, I don't know. I've I mean, really I feel like it's close style. enough to, like, the. Um, uh, you like really like fans project. I, I don't know. It seems like it's close enough for me. Yeah. There's just some sort of fundamental difference where I like fans project more. I don't know. For some reason, I've never liked the war in full of Cybertron style. Uh-huh. 
Well, the you know, Saber and Leo here. To I mean, me, it's all sentimental. Sorry, what were, what were you saying, Rick? It's it's sentimental for me. Yeah. Because I worked on all those games. Yeah, I, I totally get why you would want them for that reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, one so of my, I think, really I think my first day at Hasbro, they're like, hey, we're doing this game. Check this out. And it was uh, War for Cybertron. The only thing that uh, I really wish that Activision still had the license for this, I think it's Activision, right? Yeah. Um, I wish they still had the license for this so that they could actually release a an upgraded version of War for Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron. Like, all these companies have re-released, like, high-definition versions of the games, and yet you can't get this on PlayStation 4 or 5, whatever. You have to, you have to get an old-school PlayStation 3 or Xbox whatever to uh, find a disc it. copy. Yeah. You know what's crazy? When we were working on Fall of Cybertron, the guys who make Call of Duty came to us and said, we want to make Call of Duty G.I. Joe. And Hasbro said, nope. Nope. Dude, that would have went... Can't do it. Can't do it. G.I. Joe's a baby war brand. Can't do it. Yeah. Uh. Just imagine Call of Duty G.I. Joe. Yeah, I agree. I agree with them. It wouldn't feel right to me. They got my G.I. Joe cartoon mind. So, Anna, did you get the HasLab for Victory Saber? I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did as well. I mean, but again, that fits more into my collection. I did have this Planet X Star Saber and it was really cool. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. Honestly, I wish I could go back in time and get the MP Star Saber because I think that's probably closest to what I actually want. Because I, I do like it and it does look animation accurate. This new one is... Oh, we'll see when he's done. But I'm afraid you know, I'm not going to like it. Which is fine because he will resell fine. It's been 10 years since that came out. I'm surprised it hasn't been reissued. I know. Reissued with maybe some upgrades or something that would be really cool, but oh well. Well, and the thing that's hard with that figure too is, is there was a knockoff uh, as well, so you have to watch out for that if you're if you're actually buying it. Yeah, you like do. Used. That's one of the ones people will try to sneak you. Well, I think that's it's hard. Good. A lot, a lot of those figures, to be honest, like especially that time period, uh, the knockoffs. Are, are can be a little bit tricky to figure out if they're knockoffs or not. So, so my my deciding factor with with this is going to be that I'm gonna get the MMC Deftorus, and I'm gonna see if he looks good with the Haslab. If he looks good with the Haslab, then I'm gonna keep the Haslab because I need a I need a saber to go with his. Oh, it, this is probably not going to look good with the MMC, though. It'll probably be too big and too fancy looking. I don't know. This looks. This does actually look really... I, I feel like the combined mode of this like looks really neat. Oh, it's very impressive. Whereas you don't the think it's too stylized? Is, like, fine. See, I like that, though. So. Yeah, I like it, too. 
it honestly reminds me of good old superhuman samurai cyber squad like to me this almost looks like like the flame toys uh and i don't know i don't remember yeah. that but it, it you know is reminiscent of that so more extreme more stylized it's really cool it's a very like that would be a very impressive thing to have in a cabinet Mm-hmm. right with good buddy all right so on to fans toys so I guess we got a cliff jumper. So is this the ultimate cliff jumper or are we waiting for masterpiece? Well, this, Visually. One, this is the most cartoon accurate one I think we'll ever get. Mm -hmm. This is visually a very good cliff jumper. You know, Hasbro. Right, you're you're or, cutting the tape a little loudly there. Oh, sorry. Well, you know, uh, Takara is just getting into doing the microbot, the mini bots. So, you know, I, I don't know how well that cliff jumper is going to be from Haztec. Uh, so, I think maybe ten years from now, when we finally get an official Huffer and Braun, by then <laughs> they'll be like absolutely perfect. But I think we got to go through a few iterations of um, development hell before we get there. Probably. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, a huge nice. fan of the Bumblebee that they released. I like the engineering on The new one or the, the original? One. The original one was a ton of fun. I I really liked I mean, he wasn't accurate at all, but the, the new one toy. I just... Yeah, the, the new one I just don't like all the crap on the back of it. But yeah, The this new one doesn't really cool. feel like a toy at all. I sold mine at Expo, finally. Very happy to get rid of it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, regardless looks... of what I think of a toy, whether it's good or bad, you know, I, you know, it has to stay in the collection. Yeah, but this cliff jumper looks on point, though. And oh, and you can you open does. the windows and everything on the doors. That looks. Yeah. Who knows how hard he's going to be to transform? That's the things with fan toys is they're not for the faint of heart, unless you only want to just pose in a robot mode and be done. My my hands already hurt just like thinking about transferring this thing. <laughs> like I feel the arthritis like creeping in already. But yeah, I, get I mean, all their, yeah. their mini bots they've been pumping those out, so they've done a pretty good job with those. They look really good. They look very very good. They're just oh more effort than I want to put into my transformers. Oh, and then the pipes, for some reason, did the pipes actually come out yet, or has that not come out yet? No, it's not out yet. Okay. I forget. Did they release a Huffer? I honestly, see, I'm Yeah, I'm like, that's the rig, right? Is that his name? Okay. Rig? R-I-G? I, I couldn't Probably. tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Rick. I, I don't keep up with the third-party names. It's like hard enough for me to. I pay no attention to fan toys. I have to be honest. I owned two fan toys figures, and both of them ruined my life. So I had to never That's again. That's a bold statement. You know. They uh, they ruined your life. Ridiculous. Wow. They wow. did. It was just too. It was just too much. Yeah. No, I just I didn't enjoy owning those. Like. I, I actually still have Rouge. 
I can't sell her for the life of me, but I don't really enjoy having them. Like you can't sell her because like you can't get rid of her or you just like, yeah, I've put her up for sale multiple times and she never sells. You, did you not sell it at, uh, try to sell it at Expo? Cause you, didn't you sell she a bunch there. I sold, I, I sold my coot with actual damage inside of his undercarriage. Um, mm. I managed to sell him, but I couldn't sell Rouge. Yeah, I need a coot. You wouldn't have wanted this one. It was only well, slightly it came, broken. It came from you, was, so I would have wanted it. It was only slightly broken, and I, I, I kept the Target Master. So, oh, well, yeah, then screw you. Yeah, right? Hey, it was cheap. Whatever. All right, so Power Glide, this is looking pretty good, too. So that's cool, because we really haven't gotten options for Power Glide. Everybody still uses their DX9. Which I think is amazing. I think that one is great. I don't need to replace it. It's honestly one of my favorite masterpiece level toys because it's playable. Like DX9's old stuff generally is playable. So I like it. Um, But but again, this is good for like people to, if they're just, hey, I don't need to spend my life tracking down that toy that came out 10 years ago. Yeah. This is available now. It's easy to get. Although the DX9 has a like bargain basement cheap KO out there that you can get for twenty dollars. Can you still find it for twenty bucks or is it like dried up? I haven't tried it in a long time. I don't yeah. know. It was retailing for twenty to twenty five when it was selling that was crazy. I'm surprised how big he is, like in the uh, plane mode. Yeah, he should be though. I mean, so what's, planes are big. What's the over-under on a Cobra Rattler deco coming out as a convention exclusive somewhere? Fanslides doesn't do a lot of that, right? They don't do they a lot of the to, fun decos. They used to do more like convention exclusives and fun decos and stuff, but I feel like they've gotten away from that. I love the hearts. Very fun reference to that one time in that one episode. There you go. Apparently they have a picture with a uh, a retail RC there too. Thrilling 30. Oh yeah, she is there with Rouge. And then uh, we've got uh, the fans toys recorder. Blast. So people are freaking out about the gold. People are freaking out. Is that what people are pooping themselves about? You can get the gold chest instead of yellow. I mean, I would assume they're going to probably release two versions of this, though, right? I'm sure that the nerd rage will cause them to release a yellow chest. I'm certain. Going to either anyway. To me, the last. That third party, but not very well known blaster, I like better than KFC. this one. No, not KFC. The um, what was was it? Deformation Space? Were they the ones who did it? Oh, it's recent. The new, the new one. Okay, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, who. I like that better than this one. This one is more accurate. That one looks better to me. 
I don't know. I like the legs on this. I mean, I do agree that the chest is a little I hate weird the with the chrome chest. Like, I think if they did a yellow chest, I'd pr I would consider this. It's really cool. And those tapes, like, those tapes look really, really, really yeah. good. The tapes look Like, cool. they, they just blew away what KFC did 400 years ago. All right. So, Ron says uh, deformation space. That's the tunish one. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think it looks better, too. Yeah, honestly, I, I know it's come out. I haven't really looked at it all that much. But, yeah, these I almost feel like I want this for the tapes more than I do the actual figure itself. Although it's I think they're selling the I think they're selling the three pack of um, Ejector Rewind, whichever. And then the kitty and the rhino, which I'm seriously considering because they are really nice looking. Yeah, those these do look pretty good. Because we don't have good versions of those from Takara or anywhere, really. Yeah, I don't understand why Takara has never released a blaster or tapes. I mean... It's strange. Uh, Very strange yeah. choice. Yeah, so... Those are very tempting. Yeah, that, that one pick you showed where it shows the three of them, that's a three-pack. I'm sure it's going to be like a $150 three-pack, but it's a three-pack. Because, Rick, you were um, you were at Hasbro when they when Soundwave was uh, came out, right? Apparently, Rick is on mute. Oh, that's why we haven't heard from him in a while. I was wondering, yeah. Rick, you've been muted this whole How's time. That? There we go. Alright. Uh, so I was there while Soundwave was in development. So, okay. like, did you guys ever talk about releasing a blaster at the same time? Or, like, did that No, never, never came up. Um, and Soundwave was a a big topic of like going back and forth because he turns into a box and a lot of people were trying to say, Hey, it's Soundwave, It's a core character, but the marketing team, especially the head of the marketing team, which is, uh, he ended up going to Plato. Um, he was all like, it turns into a box. Kids don't know what a tape deck is. We can't, we should not invest in this. Um, but, you know, nostalgia runs deep. Right. I mean, that's yeah, the thing is masterpiece. I feel like is a different market. I think you can totally make that argument for a mainline uh, sound wave, but I, I don't know. Like for a masterpiece, it's like you're selling it to the adults anyway. Yeah. And what's crazy is that Hasbro put out a, a clear POS sound wave and never even got the sound blaster. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is the case. That clear, that clear ghost of Soundwave, whatever that was, that should have been Sound Blaster. I do kind of like that thing, though. I actually have it. It's kind of a fun piece. I've it's never weird. opened that. I have no desire to open that. Very strange looking, but it's kind of fun. Yeah, Soundwave has gotten has probably been one of the more reissued figures that 
that they've done. I mean, obviously Optimus that Prime is, true. is up there too. Like MP10, there's a million of those. And MP01 and, you know, back in the day. Good old MP01. I, I am curious, how many times have they had to rebuild that MP10 mold? Because as many times as it's <laughs> been used. Uh, well, I would imagine with that mold, they they built so many um tools that they just they just said hey we're gonna we're gonna make we know we're gonna redeckle the hell out of this and either they said hey we know we're gonna redeco the hell out of this so let's just make 10 tools instead of two or three uh-huh. or they said hey let's just invest in tooling and then we'll make redecos wherever we can so it's, it was one of the two. My my, you know, professional guess would be like, uh, it's Optimus Prime. It looks great. Let's just let's just make a bunch of tooling for it and see where we can sell it later. Mm-hmm. And they have. They sure have. So some yeah, sort of pipes. pipes. Is that yeah, saying? pipes is uh, the pipes is looking pretty good. I like this. Yeah, it's fine. You sound very excited, Anna. Pipes is hard to get excited about. It it looks good, but yeah, like, do I need a pipes before I need X Y Z guy? You know. Yeah. Do I need a pipes before I need Transmetal Megatron? I, I am totally fine keeping pipes to chug for now. Like, yeah, but they're doing, I don't know, they're doing all the mini-bots. They all kind of, you know, they're a group, so. And they'll look great together, and someone who has the room, the passion, and the money to put them all together will have a cool, cool display. I yes. do agree with that. I, I may have to break down when, you know, like, Swerve comes out, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, so now we're on to Toys Easy. Apparently, it's yeah, I'm not sure how ship. you pronounce Toys Easy. So Toys Easy is going to be the fun one to talk about tonight because this is a company that I don't think we've heard of them before, right? This is the first, the first coming of Toys Easy. Well, correct, as far as far as I can tell. I, I did find that they did release another set of figures for some other show game i think it was a game they released some little mechs for a game of some sort but this is this is the first time they've showed up in transformer land so anna do you want to give the the breakdown on what what we were talking about behind the scenes in regards to this enterprise so first thing i'm gonna say is like you know lucas showed off the battleship here and that battleship is a very nice looking toy, right? Like that is a very fancy looking, well made. The battleship very intricate. The robot, yeah. yeah, it's very intricate. The stand, you know, is even kind of cool the way they did it. But and, it and is, it's combiner, right? It forms the arm. I don't. I don't think is they've it? shown any other parts of the combiner, though. Yes, there are images on the show Z listing. They show images of arm mode for the battleship um so the thing is with this line 
is that these are interesting choices for figures they've chosen. Because this is actually, this one is actually a current um, Chinese ship that was um, officially endorsed by the Chinese government. And some of their postings do make statements about that it was made for the 25th anniversary of the annexation of Hong Kong, which was a statement that caused some people to kind of wonder, you know, should I buy this figure? Because, you know, people might... People then have to decide how they feel about that in order to buy the figure, which most of the time we just buy toys and don't worry about that kind of stuff. But, but, but as soon as right, we do that, then we have to think about it. You know, so for people who don't understand, Hong Kong was a British colony. And after 100 years, the British Empire decided, you know, made an agreement with China saying we will return this land to you. My wife's family is from Hong Kong. My wife used to live in Hong Kong. Uh, And now Hong Kong is a part of mainland China. Um, Because of that, they have outlawed uh, Cantonese, which is the language spoken on on Hong Kong Island. Uh, They only teach children in Mandarin now. It is forbidden to teach them in school Cantonese. Um, People's rights that they were used to have been taken away. Sounds familiar. Uh, so, so this this is a very this is something people are very passionate about, right? Like people right. who are very passionate about this situation. So so like an American equivalent, you could say would be like um, somebody made a General Lee that transforms. And that that's kind of what I was thinking with this line in general, because okay, so. Like the, this first figure that we're talking about, you know, like that post has only showed up literally when we posted the link, it doesn't even show up in the toy listing. So I don't even know where that text comes from. It just comes from somewhere that it talks about being in celebration. But the other two figures in this line are World War II era, era, um, German and Japanese vehicles. And, you know, those also have that whole idea of here we are making toys of celebrate nations a very that, violent, very rough war, and celebrating nations that were, in the Westerners' view, the bad guys. And that, that's a good way to put it, Rick. Like generally, we talk about those nations, those powers, as being the bad guys in World War Two. So it's just choosing those to be the first things you make in your line, right? Like if you made them after establishing the line, it wouldn't quite have the flavor it has, but it has an interesting flavor right now. Right. So like in the 1960s, when GI Joe made a German figure, they called it the German figure. It wasn't called the Nazi figure and it didn't come with swastikas. It was just called German figure, you know, German man of action. Right. Yeah, so this is very strange, very strange choice. And, you know, it's like all three of these designs are really nice looking designs. And they're, you know, very impressive military vehicles. But wanting to own them is something I don't. Right. Now, that's that's exactly the thing. Do you buy them because you want a really cool Transformers figure? Right. Knowing that you're supporting a government that is oppressive, knowing that 
this particular figure is celebrating something which most people would deem as evil. For I'll give you a very modern example. That uh, Fortress Maximus Japanese crossover figure of the two guys. Oh, yeah. So that, that was made in uh, an art style, which in Japan is acceptable. But in America, especially to me, being married to an Asian woman, is very unacceptable. So that is, that is a figure I don't own because, yeah. because to me it's, it's degrading, right? The flip side of that, I have Kiss players. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's the flip side of it. But Kiss players, I mean, if I had known then, if I if I thought then what I think now, I I wouldn't have bought the Kiss players because of of what it celebrates, what the type what type of culture it celebrates and promotes in Japan. Um, and it's just it's just odd that Kiss players exist. And that, like, the manga is just is even more bizarre. Like, if you've ever read the manga... Anna, have you ever seen the Kiss Players manga? Yeah, of course. Of course you have. Of course. It's, it's just... It's not for me. It's just no, it's, not... It's got some very disturbing scenes and very odd depictions. It's... it's it exists, and I... I you know, like I have a hard time saying, all right, well, I have Kiss players because it's part of the line. It's not something I collect. It's part of the Transformers line. But at the same time, I drew that line and said, I don't want that headmaster. I don't want that Fort Max head. Right. And I think, Rick, I think you're making a beautiful point. And this is honestly the big thing I wanted to discuss. It's just how, like, when you're buying toys, most of the time you don't think about whether or not your values say it's okay to buy these toys. But people might be in that position, and it's just important to stay consistent. You know, giving yourself cognitive dissonance over a toy is just not worth it. I do think it's really funny, Anna, that you're just now finally uh, reading the IDW run of of comics. <laughs> but somehow when Rick was like, oh, did you check out the K Kiss Players manga? And you're like, of course, obviously. I, I read that years well, ago. yeah. I was looking well, for a translation of that when it first came out. <laughs> I think that came out before the Idwa stuff. Oh yeah, of course. Um, and it was definitely like during a white period, right? Like I can't eat at Chick Fil A. Chick, right? You know, and it's that all about being consistent with your values. It's like and, you and just shouldn't make yourself uncomfortable over toys. Right? Like I Chick Fil A tastes great. It's amazing. Who doesn't like fried chicken? I love fried chicken. I love fried chicken with pickles on it, right? But I, I don't eat at Chick-fil-A because the values that that company has against the LGBTQ community, even though I'm not a member of that community, it's, it's dehumanizing people. And I, I, I can't accept it, so I can't eat at Chick-fil-A. And you shouldn't compromise your values over lunch or a toy, you know, like it, yeah. I know people in my circles are going to own these figures, these toys, easy figures, like somebody's going to buy them. Somebody's going to love them. Someone's going to show them to me. I might even get a chance to play with one at one point. 
And, you know, I will think, well, I hope this is consistent with your values and we'll move on with life, I guess. Well, you say something to someone and, you know, what's their reaction? Right. You know, it's like, then then you really have to think, like, is this person someone I want to be friends with? I mean, that's going down a rabbit hole, but you know, it's like, it's like that RC, that third party company that made the, um, uh, enhancements for the chest for, for RC. Uh, you know, not for me. Oh, you were talking about IC who's right there. (laughs) I, I don't want, I don't want anything to do with that, but believe me, I know people who have that and think it's the greatest thing in the world. And I'm like, Dude, what does that say about you as a person when you yeah, invite someone to your home and you're like, check it out. Like you're sh- actively showing me this thing, which you should keep in a box under your bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you on all that. And it just, yeah, this is just an, it's an interesting thing that came up. Because, you know, usually we don't have to have these debates over our toys, but we well, do right the, now. The funny thing is, is, I mean, I feel like some of these figures, I mean, they could do a figure of anything. And the fact that they are are doing figures of these, you know, controversial items or, you know, the same thing could be said of Nicey or, you know, some of those as well. I mean, that's a little bit that's a different controversy, um, I, I suppose. But, you know, it's kind of like th- these actually... I feel like a lot of these companies actually get more publicity because we debate the topic about like, like we'll send out a tweet and be like, don't support this company. You know, like here's all the images of all this, you know, them, them doing it. And then someone's like, Oh, well that's actually kind of a cool looking figure. I wouldn't mind actually, actually having that in. They had no idea before you even brought it up that it was a thing. It's like I get that argument. I totally do. But then again, I'm an educator. So I feel like, you know, encouraging people to be as for, as informed as they can right. about the things they consume is really what I want to do. So I guess I'm willing to take that risk to make sure people know what they're buying. You know, like, I right. don't think I honestly did not catch what the Gustav was. Like, I did not recognize that vehicle as an actual real-world thing because I don't know much about military weapons. But another person in the in the Discord chat was like, oh, yeah, that's German artillery. And I was like, oh, well, it is. That's literally its name. Okay. I didn't know that. And, you know, now that I'm more educated on it, the figure suddenly looks a little less neat to me. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, same can be said about, you know, the new BotCon. People who want to support it, I'm like, I understand you're excited for it. You've never been to one. But do some research on who's running that show before you decide to give someone your money. I don't want to get too far into that one. But, yes, I think that, you know, you should always do research on what you're consuming. It's just a good thing to do. What I'm wondering about, though, is after we're talking about these military vehicles, right, have the, like, there's a hobby community around model kits of military vehicles. Have they been having this argument for the last 80 years? Because you know there's model kits of those vehicles. But I don't think it's done in a way that, hey, let's, let's celebrate this fellow nation 
whose ideals align with ours, i.e. China celebrating the German yeah, political the, the movement of the all, 1940s. You know, the way the first figure was the celebration figure and then the other two came with it, even though they don't say anything about being a celebration, yeah, it does give you that feeling. It's right. just like, but, are these also celebratory? You know, I think it's a big difference. So, like, I'm thinking in my head, that Combaticons episode where they're introducing the G1 show, weren't they world? They were German World War II vehicles, right? Weren't they? And Starscream rebuilt them. Vehicles. Yeah, weren't I, weren't they German vehicles? And then Starscream they rebuilt probably them. Probably the I know they were washed up but, vehicles. Plus, plus there's Carbombia. You know. Right. Yeah. There's there's a lot of references in there, and you know. Not celebrating those particular parts of the fiction. That's how I how I go about it. So, it's so unfortunate. Rick, it's unfortunate, but you know, you can say, all right, that was done in the time where people, you know, weren't as sensitive to it. <laughs> What's I wish not you the teeth on your Unicron, Rick? Like, is that they they look very realistic there? They're actually yeah. human people teeth. They ripped out from a person. The, the Unicron teeth here. Oh, um, I, I don't know. That is it's really weird that Transformers sad. have teeth to begin with. Yeah, It is weird. The G2 is all about, it's about it's introduction that, to teeth. Yeah, it's it's weird that, uh, you know, he, any Transformer has teeth. Or in that, they, that they breathe, you know, when you see them breathing like they do in Beast Machines, which it's just odd. Yeah, that that is a weird thing. Yeah, it's so yeah, I, I, I enjoy this conversation topic because it is very interesting to me. And I think, you know, we just kinda have to maybe think about it a little bit. Like, you know, this is actually the first time I've owned a G Axis figure because I actually really hate the history. Of the IDWG axis. Like I find it very troublesome, very problematic. But but the G2 Jaxus, you know, that's that's what that figure celebrates. Right. This this is a G2 Jaxus, and he's just a generic, you know, angry warlord mess so, of a man. So I mean we could talk about the Simon Furman RC issue. Right, and I've talked about it many times on the show, and everybody who watches knows I don't like okay. that. Right, and right, that so literally we, we can move on then from that. That directed my collecting, like that has affected my collecting. I won't buy figures of that G axis, and I won't buy that figures of that RC. I try to avoid those depictions because I, I think that was that was a very sexist story at the least. I don't so want I, to get into it, but... <laughs> there, there was a story I, I came up with that I was trying to pitch um, while I was there, Hasbro, uh, where RC shows up. It, it was it was very much inspired by Transformers Prime RC. She shows up and she kills that RC and she becomes the new RC <laughs> of, of the continuity. And, and the Decepticon version would be that this guy shows up and kills Megatron, but it's Beast Wars Megatron. He becomes the Megatron going forward. 
because we were kind of doing that with like Cobra Commander and the G.I. Joe books. So I'm like, hey, can we, you know, can we bring that into Transformers where, you know, Cobra Commander got killed and then someone else became Cobra Commander? Yeah, it's a fun idea. I, I mean, I think it was dealt with as well as possible and all that good stuff. But I just, I just wanted to mention that because I think that I think not collecting certain things because they depict something you didn't like within your fandom is totally natural. But that's a very normal thing to do to prevent yourself from feeling shitty about your collection. Yeah, I don't want to feel bad about what I collect. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very torn about fun. the player thing. I'm torn about it. I don't. I don't celebrate it. Like you can't find any of those little girl figures on display in my room. They're all in the boxes. All right. But like, I think it's cool that Optimus has a surfboard. You know? So the thing that's odd to me, like I don't see where these types of figures actually fit into my collection. I mean, there's so many figures (laughs) out there and like, that's, that's where I just asked myself, it's like, why would I even stray, you know? And I'm sure that again, you know, we've had a thousand Optimus Prime. So I guess at this point, maybe some people are trying to, to serve a market that is a little bit different, but it, I like, I don't see why I would even like, would even like come up at all. Like, whereas the kiss players and some of that stuff, it's like, it, it's official, you know, it came out, yep. and so, like, to me, I feel like that's an easier bridge than some weirdo third-party thing, but, you know. And it's, so two things, yeah, because... it, you bring up a, a very good point. Like, where do these fit on my shelf, right? It's like the Legends figures, those samurai-inspired versions of, of everything, of, of Marvel, of Star Wars, of Transformers, all those samurai-inspired versions of, of every line that's coming out. It's like, where where do those fit on my shelf? It's a legend scale figure, but now you're adding another layer on top of it. So it just it's not official. So I, I just don't feel that need to, to yeah. spend the money and, and dive into that world. And, you know, those figures don't fit into either of your collections. They actually fit into my collection because I usually get whatever looks cool from whatever toy line whatever's the most impressive robots so it is a bit of a bummer for me because when i did first see that the first one i saw was the chinese battleship and that thing looked so neat i had no idea what it was like i didn't know it was a real ship i didn't know what it was made for it was just like wow that is so cool looking and then you know it's like damn it this is not something i want to get (laughs) so so here's what i'm keeping my eye on if they put out the new Chinese aircraft carrier as a piece of this combiner, right? Because that aircraft carrier is designed to protect like disputed waters. And it's designed Mm. to keep our aircraft carriers at bay. So I'm just like, like, and then what does this figure look like when it's combined? I mean, these things are so intricate. What is it? Right. It's gonna. Is it gonna look like a Michael Bay creation when it's all combined, and have, <laughs> and have a big like, you know, is it gonna have like Kim Jong Un's face on it or something right. like? Yeah, I don't think so, but it, we'll see what happens. 
it worries me what the uh, combined figure is going to be. Yeah, it'll it'll you know, uh, Malzatron or something. It, it, it combines and it I don't a know or something. That we were talking about in book club this week is that the um or or in the chat I can't remember where we were talking about it, but the the German and the Japanese figures both look like they're supposed to be evil characters, where the Chinese character figure doesn't look like it's supposed to be an evil character. So I don't know if they're actually all part of the combiner or not, because there's been no images of those two other figures as arms, legs, butts, whatever. The only one we know as a combiner is the Chinese ship. So you if know, it's a supposed wonders, villain, so we'll see. If, if it's a supposed villain, then does that, does that make you feel better? And uh, that's, that's an excellent question. And what's the answer? I don't know. <laughs> the answer for so, me is probably not. I I wonder though, if they're villains, who else would be grouped into the into that category? And you we know, don't know for sure. People are just going off the fact that they look, if, you know, like the if we're, the Gustav if we're, looks evil, you know, got monster face. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking that these guys, that these two figures may be separate, maybe villains, you know, is the USS Enterprise. A villain, <laughs> you know, is the USS John McCain a villain, right? Who um, knows? So, you know. So here's uh, here's a question. So uh, from Catherine in the chat, she asks, "Will the rumored Amazon Prime figure challenge anyone's morals? Because they've had some negative press." So is that again? I'm gonna start this off because because we've talked about this. I've talked about this to Catherine before, and it's fascinating to me because like these type of things, talking about the the Toys Easy figures, like it's just such a quick reaction for me to be like, no, I'm just not gonna get those anymore. The not not going to Chick Fil A, easy reaction. Amazon for some reason hasn't pushed me that far yet. Which is bizarre when I think about it. Like, perhaps maybe I should think about it a little harder. You know, I I kind of have hope for Amazon. I have a good friend who who's a, a supervisor for, uh, you know, where the trucks rendezvous and, and head out. And um, I, I think if they continue to allow for, for people to vote, I know they, they're not against unionization, but people are voting for unions. And uh, I think if that continues to happen, uh, I mean, Amazon already pays uh, a pretty good starting salary, from what I understand, uh, for hourly workers, com- comparatively. So, uh, plus, you know, as Lucas said, it's, it's like his players. It's something that's official. It's sanctioned. So it's an easier pill to swallow. Yeah. I, I guess. But, you know so much of our buying now our world really has changed that you know do we go buy stuff at walmart even though half of walmart employees are underpaid overworked and have to rely on food stamps like do we support that company right and is it any different than buying walmart exclusives knowing that you know we haven't had walmart tron but Still, Walmart's getting a ton of exclusives for Transformers. 
Well, and I don't right. know that Amazon Prime would be any different than buying any other Amazon exclusive. Like, if you're making No, it would money, be exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. It just might say Amazon Prime on it. You know, if... And, of course, like, I just want to point out, we don't actually know that that's real. It's been a rumor for years before. It might just be, like, a joke rumor again. We'll find out in the next couple of days. Um, but, yeah, what's, I don't what's know. What's the over-under me... on it being MP10? I have a feeling it would just be G1 Optimus with the, the oh, label God. on the back. Uh, no. Because it's no, going to be no, like, like Tonkatron, Tonka Pooper, whatever it's called, Tonkinator. That's Tonka. it. At least, at least Tonka has a history, right? Like, that, oh, no, that's... I love Tonkinator. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's just, if Tonkinator wasn't G1 Devastator, I would get it if it was a different Devastator. But I just don't need a G1 Devastator. Yeah, Ron br- brings up a good point too that it's like how much of our toys are produced in, or, or really a lot of the goods that we buy in substandard working yeah. conditions overseas. So yeah, like that's that's the thing yeah. that's like kind of hard. It's 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 hard to uh, even bring that into, um, but, you know, into it. But the factories think... in China, from from what I was exposed to compared to other factories that I've seen since leaving Hasbro, um, it's like night and day. It's like night and day. Um, When you have a very big, you know, Fortune 500 company, for the most part, it it seems they try to keep things at a certain standard, um, which is, you know, why Nike ran into such huge controversy a few years ago. Uh, but then you get into third-party companies, or companies that you know they make um, those little fidget toys that my kids like so much, those little popping toys. You know those those could very well be made in substandard conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's so. Like, I just want to say, like, as people have listened to our conversation, like I. I bet a lot of people are thinking like something we've said sounds like mental gymnastics to justify getting the thing you want. And I hear that from other people all the time, right? Like I hear people who say, I don't support Hobby Lobby, but man, that sell on model kits is really good. I'm going to go get me some model kits at Hobby Lobby. It's like, oh, all right. So your money's more important than hmm, your values. Okay. But it's always going to sound like that, right? Like I, I do a lot of moral psychology teaching and anyone else's values, the way they get around them is always going to sound like crazy missile gymnastics outside of your own head. And it's just, it's normal. That's how it sounds. Cause you don't share other people's values. Yeah. I don't and, know. I know for when me, you do, you live in a bubble. I, I, <laughs> you I, live I, in a bubble. Yeah. Get out of your bubble, dating it. I, I know for me that like all of these figures, like some of those, um, you know, over sexualized figures, like I, I've always felt weird to me and like, I don't really like having those in my collection. And then the same with these, like, I just, again, it's, I don't see where they have a place in my, in my collection, you know? So like, that's, that's for me. But again, I feel like, like, 
you know. Well, let me ask we're, you, we're Lucas. We're blessed by so many figures that it doesn't matter. We are. Let me ask you, Lucas. Is that a personal choice, or is that because you have sons that see your collection? Oh no, it's and you don't want to. Ex- they okay. wouldn't. They like they wouldn't even notice at all. Like with that uh, stuff, it just makes me feel weird. Like I just yeah. I. Uh, I think the closest I got was the the uh, fans project, uh, the female Dinobots, which are kind of cool, but then kind of weird too. That's that's the closest that I came on that, and then I sold them to Anna. So there you go. Another mine! Yay! Yeah, my controversy. I, I am dreading having to explain kiss players to my daughters one day. I hope I just kind of die, and then whoever comes in and takes care of my collection, like you know. Just like, oh, all right. And they just pack them up before, like, my kids ever see them. Kiss Players is much better explained as cultural differences than it is that's going straight into the content. It's like that, yeah, like, I, those Bushido, those statues, I, forgive me, I don't know the name. <laughs> like, you I don't want Joe. that. You show Joe, not Bushido. Yeah, thank you. I, I don't want that little Optimus Prime girl. But at the same time, I feel that it's my responsibility as someone who's archiving the, the, the brand to have a record of it. You know, I, I love I just, those. I, I think they're fun. I, I don't like I think of it like, all right, it's a it's a cosplay. It's a Jessica Nigri action figure. You know, it's a cosplay figure. You know, it is a, a cosplay she, figure. She, she's a famous cosplay person. It, it is it is a, basically the the human cosplay action figure or non action figure statue. Yeah, how many people are we going to see at TFCon Chicago dressed like that? How there there already have been some cosplays of it. Yes, very and popular. I'm, yep. Hell, I might even show up dressed like that with my little booty shorts. That would be interesting. Yeah. I, I yeah. I've got I've got those shorts. I've got shorts that look just like hers. They can loan them to you, Rick. I don't know if you'd want them back after I try them on. I never said I'd want them back, but <laughs> having you show up in them might be worth it. Yeah. So my kids aren't coming to TFCon. <laughs> Do they normally go to TFCon? No, no. Uh, the judge says they can't talk to me. I assume your wife, Rick, is like my wife, where they stay the heck away from, from Transformers conventions. You know, my my house, when you walk into my house, you can't tell there's anything wrong with me. Like, it's it looks like a normal person's house. Like, there's, like, family pictures. And my wife's a minimalist because I have all the stuff. So, like, you know, it's, like, sofa, some candles, some pictures. Very little art on the wall, even though I own an art gallery. Uh, very open concept floor space. But then you go into the basement and you realize, like, oh, what's going on? And I, I remember there was a guy working on the stove and we were talking and he seemed like a pretty nice guy. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to invite him down to the basement to show him stuff. So I, I realize now my technique was was not you know what it should be and i said um hey man you want to see something fucked up come into the basement (laughs) uh, 
I don't know. I would follow you if you if uh, if you it, did that, Rick. I, I caught myself as soon as it came out of my mouth. I'm like, oh no 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 no! I don't have any guns or anything. So, you know, I don't know if that made it worse or or whatever. Eventually, like I, you know, the guy came down and he was pretty like you know overwhelmed with, with what he saw. Yeah, overwhelmed tends to be most people's reactions. I have to be honest, we've recently gotten away from that. We used to have the normal looking house in the first room, and we finally got some Lego in there. So it's starting to become obvious what oh, kind of no, people's it's, house you're in. It, it's got to stay like, completely out of sight. For, like, I have, like, I've got one piece of, like, uh, G.I. Joe art in the, in the house that's framed. And it's only there because I framed it because it looks nice. And it's the only thing I've been able to get away with. It's not a robot. It's, you know, it's it's G.I. Joe concept art. And it's the only thing I've, you know, that even hints at, you know, this. <laughs> One day, though. Uh, it's funny, though, like going through that slideshow, there was actually one more set of slides after our controversy talk that we never oh, got to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dr. Wu stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're, I think we're done for the night. I think we, I think we yeah, call it a we, night. We don't, we don't care. Who collects Dr. Wu, right? Dr. Wu's putting out a cool Alita. There, there, there you done. go. And, and apparently MMC has like an Optimus uh, uh, repaint or whatever redo of their uh, the Optimus Prime, I think, right? Oh, and Eris. There's the new picture of of the um, Armada Megatron Eris. Is it a new and one? Don't let your eyes, yeah. Don't let your eyes trick you on that one because it is it is a different picture and it looks so much better like i was telling everyone the only problem with the original figure is they had both her waist guns pulled forward and it made the whole thing look blocky and stupid so they just put the guns away for this one they just angled it where it looks better oh there you go it is almost exactly the original heiress figure with a new head and two mm -hmm. guns instead of one like there's really not a lot of retooling Visually, there people were tricked by it. They redid the head, and the head looks a lot better. But you know, okay, yeah, there I'm you go. It off here, so there we are. There you so. go. See you, pretty. All right, we, we we got through the slides, so um, we did. Ta-da! Yeah. So um, I was gonna say for Thursday, Anna, are we? Are you having a show? So I think this was gonna be my show for the week. I decided. Okay, so no when you get show back. On Talk no show this, yeah. on Thursday, guys. I apologize for that. Um, I've got a family thing, so I can't do Thursday night. So I realize we've been a little spotty uh, lately with, with things going on and whatnot. So, But it does sound like Rick is going to have a cut the tape. Is that right, Rick? There's going to be a cut the tape, yeah. So make sure to send that to me. Um, I don't know if you've filmed it yet. but can Saturday can morning. What's that? I'm going to send it to you Saturday morning. Okay. So it won't be up until Sunday then. So look for that on Sunday. Cause I won't get back until Sunday from being out of town. So I, I apologize to everyone for, you know, for life and whatnot, but 
Shouldn't Rick be the one apologizing? Uh, no, I mean, you know, I, I might do it tomorrow. Who knows? It's just, uh, it's just we'll sitting see. there in my office. I leave Thursday morning, so just make sure that you uh, send it to me before then. If you want, if you want to have it uh, posted before uh, Sunday, so. Well, guess what? I don't care. So I will. Lucas, if I start recording my Rick parody, cut the crap. Will you post it as Absolutely. if it's a legitimate episode? Uh-huh. All right. I would love to yes. do a commentary episode on that too, where I just like you know give my running commentary over you know whatever. On the opening KO toys. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There you go. Did anyone record w- your panel, Anna, from TF Expo? I gave I gave it the best ever knockoff Transformers panel at TF Expo. Yeah. That's the only Standing one. Standing room only in the panel. So yeah. I, was, I, was, I actually had to kick people out because they were they were having fun playing um, Mystery of Convoy in in that room, and I had to be like, "Get out! It's knockoff panel time." You had Mystery of Convoy playing, like people could play it on the Famicom. People were playing it, yeah. They had a wow, had a Retron set up with actual copies of the Famicom game. It was cool. It was a really nice feature, but I took it away because I had to give a panel. <laughs> wow! 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 So wow, people to torture anyway, themselves. Uh, with that, so thank you guys for joining me tonight. Thanks to everyone in the chat. Uh, thanks to Zaldron, Catherine, uh, Cassetta Tune. Thanks to Ron. Thanks to. Uh, I had a couple. Thanks to the bots. Thanks to Daniel. Thanks to Martin from Mexico City. I uh, didn't have a chance to say hi earlier, but thank Hola. you. Hola. ¿Cómo estás, Daniel? So, anyway, but yeah, thank you guys. And Look for me on dis- discontent. What is it, Anna? <laughs> oh my goodness! Look for me on discontent. I'm gonna discus. I'm gonna join it. Go to discus. Yeah, if That's you want to totally join the uh, book club, is Sunday night. That is going to be Shining Armor, Rom versus Transformers one to three. Uh, yep, that's what we're reading. <laughs> there you go. Sounds exciting. Like I think they're just punishing you now at this point. I think so. I think so. So, anyway. All right. Well, thanks, guys. And we will see you next week. Oh, the bots are back. There we go. I, I conjured them. So, yay. Bye. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of tftalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet. And share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting. And on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. 